And in the studio with us right now, we have yet another person here as part of the <laughs> Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Um, it's um, Anna Thompson, and she's here to promote her show. Have I got this right, Popo Moco? That's correct. You've it's, done well. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, welcome into the studios. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. No, that's not a problem. Uh, can you please explain the significance of the show's title for us? So, um, that's yeah, it's a great title. So it's mm-hmm. Nos for Us Too, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit of a takeoff on the, the 1922 German expressionist film, okay. um, Nos for Us Too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may not be pronouncing that. Probably my German isn't so good. I'm <laughs> at German. Oh, I learnt German. <laughs> it's still shocking. So, yeah, yeah. But I think you pretty much nailed it. So. It's really funny. Every time I try and speak German, I sound Italian a little bit because, like, <laughs> My mum's Italian, so I just like you know I'll just like be like butterfly or something. That's an Italian butterfly, but like I'll be like um, I don't know. I'll just say like random, you know. Like I'll be like if it's like welcome, I'll be like welcome. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like that's not changes. right. Yeah. And I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if I go to Germany and they're like, this is Italian speaking German, and it's like actually I'm English, but I just have an Italian accent while I speak German. Yeah. Oh, it's tricky to get. Yeah, we we play around with accents quite a bit. Not in this show. Oh, a little bit in this show. They're mostly British in this show. Okay. Um, surprisingly, but um, they do get mixed up. Yeah. Mm. Um, So, um, yeah, Uh, how's the show been so far? It's been great. We've Mm. had, this is, um, I guess, semi-officially our third season. Mm -hmm. We took the show to Woodford, Woodford Mm -hmm. Folk Festival. We accepted, and it was part of a lineup. We had five shows on every day, Mm -hmm. and um, this one was um, the late night spot, and it was sort of thrown together, um, devised in about a couple of weeks before Woodford, and just ended up being a real hit with audiences. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, it was further developed and then presented as part of the Adelaide Fringe Festival mm-hmm. where we were fortunate enough to get an Emerging Artist Award there for the weekly awards, which was great. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to, to bring it to Comedy Fest. So it's been mm-hmm. sort of tightened again. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just come from rehearsals, so I can <laughs> say we are, we are well trained. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to the season. Oh, excellent. Um, so we had um, a comedian on the show a couple of weeks back and um, he mentioned how Adelaide's comedy scene is very different to Melbourne's. For example, Adelaide's is more like subdued and they don't really understand the more risque jokes whereas Melbourne's is like um, you know really raunchy have you noticed that at all we had the audiences there um, Mm. were were pretty good they were smaller audiences Mm -hmm. just because we didn't know a lot of people in Adelaide Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh, they were they were quite on board there there Mm. was a variation however I think based on our previous seasons Mm. with different shows that Melbourne audiences look I won't say we're the best but perhaps we're we're an audience we're is ex- pretty good we're, yeah we're exposed to a lot of different styles of theatre and this uh, being a, sort of a mashup of melodrama and pantomime and clown and bouffon which mm-hmm. is sort of a um, grotesque parody mm-hmm. I think audiences will be on board perhaps faster a little bit faster than other states mm, yeah so how did you kind of create kind of like this kind of um, would you say that like a lot of your um, you know comedy and such has this kind of eclectic kind of like mass of like a lot of different genres absolutely so the there is eight in the group in total in this show there'll be five on stage and um, and I'll be assisting with stage managing for this one but we're all performers um, and we ha- we come from a really eclectic background so we've got um, 
clown, bouffon, physical theatre, um, sort of straight acting, set and costume design, bit of stand-up in there. Uh, so such a real range. And we've played with Mask before, um, Commedia dell'arte, these type of things. So our work does uh, is influenced by that, but it's it's highly visual, um, it's highly stupid, <laughs> this one particularly. And it, we're a queer ensemble, um, yes. and so it will always have... This is a very sort of sex-positive... Um, show uh, that yeah plays with plays with a lot of tropes as well yes um we should mention listeners that um anna is part of the queer comedy troupe so um yeah how did you come to be a part of that troupe if i might ask oh there were five of us who undertook Mm. study at the john bolton theater school where we some of those um, genres we mentioned we trained in Mm. and then kimberly twiner who sort of created the group uh, knew a couple of other people involved in in doing something different. Basically, the group was created to put... We were given a, a spot at Hez and Hyenas, a monthly spot, yeah. and we wanted to get more queer stuff on stage that was absurd, stuff that we didn't see mm. so much happening. With There mm. are some really great queer collectives um, doing theatre in Melbourne, but not a queer comedy group. And okay. I think, I don't know of any other. <laughs> and then it's just our, like this one that's just yes. like... Yeah, that just pops up. And certainly <laughs> of our size, to have eight people on stage um, doing ensemble comedy work, physical comedy, is not mm. something I think we see a lot. Mm. It has grown in recent years, though, because we've had um, people like Tom Ballard, who's now hosting his own show on the ABC, and Hannah Gatsby um, from Tasmania. So it's sort of... I guess has slowly grown in recent years. Yes, Have you noticed that? certainly. I think yeah. I think queer exposure, and I think with um, all of the debate last year too, I think it's mm-hmm. now becoming a more mainstream conversation to have. Certainly in cities, at least, mm. but to see which is excellent. Um, but we wanted to get yeah, just as, as many bodies on stage and stupidity, really clown and stupidity and sort of ludicrous scenarios come into all of our work and this show particularly. I mean, mm. hey. There's 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 bum puppetry in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty ludicrous. So yeah. like um how would you say that like physical theatre kinda gives you like kinda a space kinda to discuss like a lot of like queer um you know um issues and like making a conversation through that? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> so physical theatre for me is it's it's centred in the body. Mm-hmm. And so um, as a queer person as well, um, a lot of uh, how we relate to the world, yeah, is it's about it's about the body. It's about bodies, different types of bodies, bodies doing things with different bodies. Mm. Um, and so physical comedy is a wonderful way to embrace that because a lot can be said with your body and a lot can be inferred um, without having to make all the wisecracks. Mm. Um, so a lot can be... Yeah, the audience can pick up a range of things through the visual, through movement, through eye contact, through facial expression. And, um, yeah, our, the queer feminist lens, which is always our lens, sort mm. of shines through the physical theatre. Mm. And it's worth noting as well, um, as well as being queer, you are into physical comedy. I mean, that's a rarity at the festival nowadays. It's mostly just, you know, stand-up and what have you. It's true. We're starting yeah. to see some people, I think, blending it, mm. sort of some stand-up-y physical comedy. Mm. Um, but we certainly say that this is not your average um, comedy show. If you if you see the Melbourne Comedy Festival yeah. as stand-up, then mm. that is that is not us. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we're presenting something different, particularly pantomime. You don't. I think we might be the only pantomime in this year's program. I we, think we so. should put that as like your like. <laughs> maybe. It's, it's, it's I should say it's adults only pantomime as well. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. so listeners, if you're under the age of 18, maybe recommend it to mum and dad, but maybe... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, and what do you think that um, seeing this show will kind of bring to a lot of people? Look, I think it is... It's been described as it's comedy first. We we create this and this was devised in a lounge room with some googly eyes, you know, and some buttocks and <laughs> just our wild ideas. So we present what cracks us up first. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the messages which do come through when you're making work that sort of is inherently political because of its queer yeah. mm-hmm. feminist nature. Um, but the message is a, is a bit of a takeaway to sort of digest later. Mm-hmm. You're certainly not sitting in the theatre going, hmm, yes, I, I see what they're trying to do here. <laughs> it's silly. It's yeah. silly and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly the messages of yeah, sex positive, bo- body positive. We want to say that, look, there are a variety of ways that people can get together and have fun and pleasure, and all of them, as long as there's consent, are great. Um, but the yeah, the comedy shines through. We we want to make people laugh, and we want to present ridiculous scenarios to people. We want to open up some of those worlds um, that you don't yeah you don't see too often in the everyday. I mean, the everyday is ridiculous as well. Mm. Indeed. Um, You mentioned just before it was created in a lounge room. Does that improvisation make its way into the stage show at all? Is there a sofa? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see the actual set. Um, Not so much the set. It's it's in a castle. In a you've got to go through a forest. So perhaps you've got to use your imagination Mm -hmm. a bit. But we, I mean, whatever's free, Mm. we use. We rehearse in a church as well, Um, and that. I think that's a nice, yeah, I mean, it's a really lovely church. They're so supportive. None of yeah. us are actual participants in the church or members, mm-hmm. but they, they open up the space for groups to use. Um, mm. I'll have to give them a shout-out. Fairfield um, Uniting Church. They're oh, re- really wonderful. Mm. Um, and so we, yeah, we're able to use the space. And I think I think the setting does have a bit of an, it has its own atmosphere. It's not just like being in a black box studio. Mm. So we would gain something from that. But it's it's fairly unholy let's just say as a, as a play <laughs> um would you say that there's um talking about like set for example um would you say that it's very bright and very like vibrant absolutely i think that's one of our um our marks as a as a comedy troupe is we the visuals it's always highly visual um there's a wonderful set uh and flashy sequined curtain that gets drawn across and back by by a character and all the costumes look one of our everyone's helped create set and costumes but um one of the members has is a costume designer yep. and so she has put in huge amounts of work into really fabulous um character pieces and yeah so that that all always helps yeah you you go and you see it's a world we want to create a world that people can come into mm. Excellent. Um, so the show is Popo Moco. It's um, playing as part of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Um, Anna, well, where's the show playing, we should ask? So is it yeah. Trades Hall um, okay. at the Archive, uh, archive Room mm-hmm. in Trades Hall? It's only a 50-seater and we're almost sold out for tomorrow night, which mm-hmm. is our opening night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we really recommend that audience's book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I guess it's uh, if, they, if they want to see something that's a bit different, a bit outrageous... Mm come along be ready to laugh be ready to sort of give yourself over mm-hmm. to the madness mm-hmm. and how long's your show running for uh, it runs for 
50, 55 minutes. Depends how much the audience get into it. Mm -hmm. It's a pantomime after all. Oh, excellent. And how many shows are you um, looking at doing? We've got, we've got 12 shows over the two weeks. So okay. um, from Monday to Sunday, but no shows Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday's a good time for a day off, I guess. Yeah. Trades Hall takes that off. They they shut down on that day. So oh, okay. I think we, we be like to do with like I don't know the days that you don't work normally. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I was just like you yeah. know trades. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You, know you think I mean? you'd like, think Saturday and Sunday? You know, that's yeah. just like there's no history in a Wednesday being taken off. No, <laughs> no. I think I think they do that because <laughs> others have the Monday. So oh, yeah, they try and sense. get the audience and tight house Tuesday's a bit of a thing, so yes. Wednesday's yeah. the next one. You should have done Tuesday, so <laughs> that's just anyway, that's just me being a bit shady. Mm. Um, so thanks for chatting with us. Thanks um, so is much there for having else us. that you wanted to mention just about um, the show? No, just yeah, come along please. It's um yeah, it'll be an experience like like none other, let's just <laughs> say. And is there a website we can get to for more information? Uh, you can we have um, Popomoco has a website, which okay. is, yep, should be www.popomoco.com. Mm -hmm. I might have a .au, all oh, I have to check. But <laughs> Popo is, yeah, P-O-P-O-M-O-C-O. -O -O. Mm -hmm. It's short for... Um, Either post postmodern comedy or post postmodern coitus. We're we're still deciding. <laughs> mm, yes. And we have a Facebook um, oh. group, a Facebook page. So please like us on there, and inst we're on Instagram as well. 